Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome to another edition of the X-Zone coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. We come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, iHeart Radio, and of course, Simul Radio and Simul TV. If you'd like to find out about the great programming we have available for you 24 7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. And for all the programming on the Exxon TV channel, which is channel 21 on Simul TV, www.simultv.com. These are very strange and troubling times. People seem to be making do with whatever they can, whether it's legitimate, whether it's made up, whether it is something that they've read on their iPhone, their iPad, their desktop computer under the auspices of fake news or real news. Nobody knows anymore. How is this affecting society? Have you noticed that this Christmas season, it doesn't seem like Christmas. It just seems like another dreary season where you're going to be bilked out of thousands of dollars by people who, and I'm going to put this in quotations, love you, especially around the Christmas season or or their birthday. Uh, And I'm not talking about the children here. I'm talking about the adults. And what's it really all about, Exxon Nation? Is it a cash and grab or is something going on in the, in the esoteric world that we really don't clue into and we're seeking answers? But the answers we're seeking, are they being sought from the wrong sources? These questions uh, play heavy on me and what I decided to do is call a good friend of mine, the hostess of the very popular radio show on the uh, Exxon Broadcast Network and Simul Radio, Gwilda Wiecka. She is the hostess with the mostess of Mission Evolution, and um, she, is a, she is a real shaman. She's not one of these uh, fake ones. She is also a very fine lady who runs the findyourpathhome.com uh, website. She teaches shamanism. She teaches medicine. Well, she has online courses. She's an author. 
And if anyone can help me understand what in the name of Sam Heck is going on is my good friend, Gwilda Wiak. And Gwilda, always great seeing you, my dear. Rob, thank you for having me. Gwilda, uh, you and I talk several times during the week because I'm fortunate enough to be your producer of your show. By the way, I love doing your show. Oh, it, I love having you do it. It's, you know, like I, I, you and I have more fun prior to the show and after the show than we actually have during the show because... It's funny to see what makes different people tick. Now, first of all, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I became a shamanic practitioner early on. I studied mm -hmm. with Lakota Elder. And since that time, I've studied with lots of different uh, indigenous people, Choctaw, Arapaho, Navajo, um, Celtic, Tibetan. <laughs> there's a shamanic root at every culture, so there's right. a, a lot to choose from. And um, I did it actually in self-preservation because I came in pretty sensitive. So I needed some, mm -hmm. some way to find the control knob, if you will, on, on my gift, if you want to call it a gift. And I just found, fortunately found shamanism and just stuck with it. It's a, it's a great form. Now, based on the many years that you've been doing the great work you've done and the many people that you've helped and touched over the years, how do you explain what is going on in the world today? Or is there an explanation? Well, I think there's a lot of explanations, and I'm not sure which one's accurate, maybe all of them. Mm -hmm. um, I do know that um, actually scientifically the, the uh, Earth and the Sun are moving into a different portion of the galaxy, and this has been prophesized in every indigenous culture. Um, the 12-21-12 hype and all that stuff mm -hmm. was kind of designed around it, but they didn't quite get it right. Um, the, what's happening is we're moving into a higher, more highly charged area of the galaxy, and that is um, affecting the leading edge of the sun's heliosphere, causing more luminosity or brightness, which basically causes more frequency. When you see, when you have more light, it shines the light into the darkness, if you will. Um, but it's causing a lot of intensity, and things are starting to shift as a result of it. So it comes off of the uh, sun's heliosphere and goes into the sun's electromagnetic field, and every place the sun's electromagnetic field crosses that of the Earth, it then it translates that frequency into the Earth's uh, electromagnetic field, and it takes it into the Earth. So we're being bathed from the sun from without and from the core of the Earth, and the frequency is rising. Um, and that's just the scientific aspect of it. There's uh, the Mayan calendar, which mm -hmm. was grossly misinterpreted uh, it was the age of end of an era not the end of the world right which predicted these times um just based on our relative positioning in the galaxy and the horoscope also predicts it as as do all the myths and legends of all the indigenous people so basically we're under the gun as far as just simply frequency rising and what's held in suspension at one frequency becomes fallout in another and we start to change forms and things start to destabilize and we're sure seeing that right now. So let me see if I can summarize what you just said. We humans are getting short-circuited. Yeah, that really summarizes it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this going to pass since the, the you know, we're, the, we're, we're moving through the galaxy closer to some area, I would imagine that once we get to the apex and we start passing it, will things return to normal if anything can ever be normal again? <laughs> well, this is a cyclic occurrence. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why the, the ages are mapped in the horoscope and in you know various other forms. Um, so yes, we go into higher areas and then we go back into lower areas. And um, 
there's some that are uh, lower frequency that support more masculine expression, some that are low frequency that support more feminine expression, and those are the eras of the matriarchy or the patriarchy. And then there's um, times like in the age of Leo or the age of Aquarius that we're going into now mm-hmm. that are very high frequency, but they're also unified frequency. And all the places that we've been polarized in the past, moving through these times, start getting a lot of pressure on them. And people either go one way or the other. They either move towards unity and work through their issues and stuff, or they start to really destabilize. Um, and But these ages are huge. They're overlording. They're long periods of time. So it's not like you and I are going to see, unless we reincarnate, and I don't know about that, um, are going to see a time when we come out of the intensity, I don't think. Because we're looking at 2,500 more years. But with all the changes that we're experiencing because of the the short-circuiting that we're encountering be with natural causes. How are the, the unnatural causes that we're getting zapped with each and every day complicating it? You know, the microwaves, the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, and all the other electronic gizmos that inundate us, along with the natural occurring changes. That's huge, because the only way we can weather this well is by regaining an Earth connection, because the Earth is carrying the frequency that we're trying to move into, and we can we can entrain them with that, we can attune to that. But when we have all this static going on around us, like you say, the Wi-Fi, the cell, the this, the that, mm-hmm. um, then that really does interfere with our ability to ground and to, to hook into the frequencies as they're shifting and shift with them. I, I believe the Earth's heartbeat frequency is 7.83 hertz. it varies a little bit, yes. So how do we ground ourselves, Gwilda? How do we kind of find that happy medium uh, that will actually allow us to have some semblance of peace, tranquility, and take the negativity and turn it into a positivity? You know, we've got this beautiful provision known as the earth herself and Mm -hmm. nature, trees, getting your feet in the ground and the grass, um, just getting back into the natural world really, really helps. That's what you know we're designed to be in, and that does help. But how do we do that and maintain the lifestyle that has become necessary in order to survive? Therein lies the problem. You have to make provision. It doesn't have to be a difficult one. Just a um, you can have a ritualistic practice. Mm-hmm. You can go for walks. You can in the summer make sure that you're barefoot. Sometimes you can get your face out in the sunshine. I mean, you can do that on a deck, even if you live in a high rise. So stop, smell the roses, and become a tree hugger. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, nature nature walks are wonderful. Listen, you and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. In Exonation, our guest this hour is Gwilda Wiecka. She is the hostess of Mission Evolution on the Exon Broadcast Network, and you can listen to Gwilda a couple of times or three times every day. To find out her broadcast schedule, just go to www.xzbn.net. And to find out all about Gwilda, the great services that she has, that she offers, her classes, her books, her CDs, and much more, visit her online at www.findyourpathhome.com. And Gwilda and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.
Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back, one on all. Gwilda Wiek is our special guest. Her website is findyourpathhome.com. And Gwilda, what is your radio show website? Missionevolution.org. Ah, I thought I'd catch you off guard there, but darn it, you're good. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about uh, this traverse, you know, crossing the universe, getting close to the uh, the center of the universe, the, the um, short-circuiting that, many people are experiencing a lot of people that i talk to on a daily basis say that they just feel out of sorts they feel out of tilt they feel as if something is wrong they don't know what it is a lot more people are you know experiencing uh exhaustion some people are noticing a very strange time effect where time just seems to be flying by is this all part of what we're going through when we go through the middle of the um of the uh, solar system or the universe Yes, wherever we are in the galaxy, mm. it's it's certainly what's affecting us. And when for generations, when we were in slower moving times or yeah. lower frequency times, our actual neurological pathways built themselves around less pressure, less intensity, and we um, compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. And that's how we manage. You know, I've got a compartment for my work day. I've got a compartment for my cooking. I've got sure. a compartment for my weekend, and so on. Well, now we're entering into a time of higher frequency. We're going from positive and negative much quicker. And so it's actually destabilizing our compartments. So it distorts our, our sensing of a sense of timing. It also starts exposing to us memories, um, emotions, things that we had locked away in those little compartments. And the, the, um, the lines between the compartments are starting to dissolve. So we're getting a lot of bleed through. And even our realities are starting to shift as a result of it, our perceived reality. I was just going to ask you, are you getting reports from the people that you deal with of strange dreams or that their dream state and, and sleep states are totally out of whack? Oh, yes. And I've experienced it myself. I've always been a bit of a dreamer. That's mm-hmm. where I get a lot of information sure. when I'm writing or whatever. But lately, it's like, oh, my goodness, the dreams have totally changed um, texture. Um, they're much more visual. Uh, sometimes I wonder if it's my dream or somebody else's because they mm-hmm. seem so unfamiliar. And a lot of them are fairly precognizant at this point. Does it seem as if we're getting closer to a veil of some sort that that the... This reality and the next are a lot thinner. There's something that is not as, 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 uh, as strong and as secure blocking us from intertwining with the other realities that we're so close to, if that makes sense. You know, 
Yeah, that totally makes sense to me, and that's certainly what I've been experiencing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll get deja vus of a day, or all of a sudden it feel like time slid. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's yeah, it's really strange. Uh, some people describe it as timelines, like we have a lot of different timelines mm-hmm. based on our intention. Uh, we're on one, and if we change our intent, we slide to another. And that used to be a very slow process, but again, as everything is speeding up, it's much more rapid. And that's you know that what was it the Mandela effect? I wonder if that doesn't come from there. I'm not sure that I believe that Mandela effect because it yeah, all depends on who know. you're talking to, what, you know, the interpretation. Like, for example, the Bible, how many different versions of the Bible are there? <laughs> you know, so a person will say, well, if you check, let's use uh, Luke 1, 16, and, and they'll say, okay, now in the Bible I've got, it's this, this, this. What does your Bible say? You know, you know it's A, B, C, D. Well, see what I mean? Well, no, it's a different version. That's all that, to me what it means. But... A lot more people are, are talking about the 11-11 effect. They look at the clock, it's 11-11. <laughs> and I'm hearing a lot more of this. And I don't know if it's, you know, maybe the person's stomach is starting to growl. They look at the clock, all right, it's 11-11. I'm starting to get hungry. I eat at lunchtime. Or is there something more to it? What does the number 11 signify? Now, I'm not a numerologist. I'm okay. not, not real good about that. I know 12, 12 is the you know, is ending before a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what 1111 stands for, but I do know that we're getting a lot more or maybe noticing a lot more synchronicities like that, that, um, you know, our reality is constructed out of our belief systems. And as we're starting to destabilize, our belief systems are destabilizing. And it's almost like the hologram getting it short. Well, we're starting wait, to wait, see wait, through. Are you... Are, are you one of these people who believe that we live in a holographic reality, that this is not the true reality that we're living in? Not exactly, but I do believe, you know, that each of us experiences reality according to our belief systems. And then as in mass, we have belief systems as a culture, mm-hmm. that's the reality we perceive. You've been around people who you wonder, how do they get that from that? You know, that they totally re interpret things in a different way same circumstances and it's more okay. like that and the more of us there become you know there are on the planet the faster things are moving the more we're starting to see in, in inconsistencies in the reality when things were moving slower and there were fewer people to view it and we all were in agreement of what it was it was much more stable back then it was called the point of view that's mm-hmm. my point of view mm-hmm. what's your point of view <laughs> gotcha what about all these false uh, prophets that are popping out of the woodwork everywhere, whether it's in religion, whether it's in uh, the New Age movement, whether it's psychic mediums, you know, they're all over the place. Well, I think most of them, or a lot of them, are mm-hmm. very sincere, but what's going on is they're um, unprocessed, and they're projecting their fear, their angst onto the events of the world, um, and coming up with you know hype and hysteria, really, or they're reading their own emotions and interpreting them as coming from other. So it's a real mixed bag out there. There's some very profound uh, people mm-hmm. that are seeing you know possible futures. There are very some pr- profound people that are very intuitive and psychic, but then within that. It's really hard to tell if what you're getting is from within with all the intensity going on or if you're picking up something from without that's about to happen. So without a whole bunch of training Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of personal processing, and that's the most important, it's hard to be accurate. So you're talking about the wing nuts. (laughs) To quote my friend, yes. (laughs) You know, um, you were talking to someone today who 
uh, on your show who brought up the name of Dolores Cannon. Now, many years ago, I had Dolores on the X-Zone. Dolores has passed on to who knows where. Um, She's no longer with us in this realm. She started off as a very, as a very meek, mild person. But as her fame grew, so did her legend that she was spreading herself like she thought that she was basically the next Nostradamus. She's got followers. People believe everything that she says, including the types of courses that she gave on how to talk to spirits, how to do this, how to do that, how to put people through regressive hypnosis. Without being a, a, a qualified practitioner, with medical training, medical background, and psychology. Isn't this dangerous? Now, this is just my personal opinion, but I think it absolutely is. Um, If you're going to be working with the psychic realm, with the Mm -hmm. spiritual realm, you really need to either have a very strong referral base of psychiatrists, psychologists, medical doctors, etc., etc., or you need to have a lot of training yourself in the sciences to be able to be um, reliable, solid, stable, and tell when someone's starting to get into trouble and know how mm-hmm. to refer out and what to do about it. I think we really need to blend the sciences at this point in order to be responsible to, if you're going to do hypnosis, study hypnosis from um, a qualified school. You know, If you're going to build your own form, make sure you're coming off of solid forms that you're building it out of rather than just your latest, greatest idea. And I'm afraid there's a lot of the latest, greatest idea named after people and then touted as truth out there. And it's really hard to get the wheat from the chaff at this point. Why aren't there more regulatory agencies that that monitor and you know enforce rules and regulations when it comes to um, the new age community? Now I know for a fact that you had a school. You went the proper way. You got accredited. You 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 jumped through the hoops and you jumped over the bars in order to make sure that everything you did was legitimate. My hat is off to you, and it's always been because you are a straight shooter. But there's those ninnies out there. No, let me rephrase that. There are those wingnuts out there (laughs) who buy themselves a domain name, open up a website, and open up a school. And Mm -hmm. what they do is they do it under the auspices of religion. Yes, they use that as a, um, not that they believe it's a religion, but they're, it's used as a, an umbrella, a, way, yeah. a place to not have to go through the normal um, hoops, as you say. So like in the state of Colorado, it's illegal to teach anything in, anyone can use in a practice or as a practice mm-hmm. without being certified by the state of occupational schools, and that's what I did. But the problem being, um, the more esoteric practices aren't regulated because how are you going to regulate them? A lot of them have been word of mouth. A lot of them have been oral tradition. Um, it's it's a real it's a real conundrum on how to, you know. There's no scientific studies to speak of. Yeah. So it's we're really in the beginning stages of being able to accurately and fairly regulate them, but it needs to happen. Is it too late? Well, there's some cleanup to do. <laughs> All right, you and I have to take our uh, news break at the bottom of the hour. And Dexo Nation, Gwilda Weak is our special guest. Now, she is the host of the Mission Impossible radio show right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. 
to find out when you can listen to Gwilda. She's on seven days a week. We scatter her throughout the broadcast uh, day so that no matter where you are around the world, you'll be able to hear her in a time that is convenient for you. www.xzbn.net is the uh, Exxon Broadcast Network website. And for more information on Gwilda, visit her very popular website, findyourpathhome.com. I'm Rob McConnell, Gould, and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Now, if you'd like to get your complimentary copy of the X Chronicles newspaper, it's available, the updated version, at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And my guest this hour is Gwilda Wiecka. She is the host of Mission Evolution on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and uh, she is also a teacher. She is an author. She is a singer, beautiful singer, by the way. She's uh, part of the Starfire group along with Cody Alexander. And you can find out about Gwilda, her books, her courses, as well as buy a copy of their CDs just by going to one place, findyourpathhome.com. All right, Gwilda, uh, we were talking about uh, false prophets. Uh, there's a lot of false predictions. But there are also a lot of people out there who kind of get to dabble in the world of spirituality just by learning certain buzzwords. How do people who are looking for help or looking for direction know who is legitimate and who is part of the wingnut group? That's always a tough one. Hmm. Um, I always fall back on what the indigenous people did, and a person was known by their works. Okay. So what are their people saying about them? Who have had good effect with them? What do you think of those people that have had good effect? Not every practitioner is for everybody. And there's different levels um, of, of treatment that's, you know, a better fit sure. for different people, depending on, you know, how long you've been doing it, mm -hmm. how deep you want to go, that sort of thing. But a good rule of thumb is where do they train? Listen to them closely. Are they just making, you know, using those buzzwords, or do they really understand the principles behind it? Because there is scientific principles behind all the esoteric practices. And if the practitioner doesn't know those, they're not going to be able to bridge it very well with our Western society. And therefore, integration is going to be a little tougher, even if their work is profound. What kind of scientific evidence is there? Well, for, for me, <laughs> they love to put gum in my hair and do EKGs and EEGs, chest my heart and all that stuff, because I worked with a lot of doctors um, and they just got curious. And so they'd see that I could actually choose um, by using ritual to go mm -hmm. into a shamanic journey trance, which is where I drop from daytime beta to 
alpha waves and then clear into theta when I would go deep into trance. I could slow my heart down. I could slow my breathing down. Um, quite a bit of control over, over my body as far as, you know, how rapidly I was breathing or even the, the rate mm. of my heartbeat. And so that's some of the scientific um, studies that, that have been done on me personally to see that I actually am going into an altered state of consciousness. Right. Um, but, but that's yeah. you and you, you work with the medical community. Um, you're, a, you're a precept. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so you, the doctors that you deal with and that deal with you, know each other as to be legitimate. Right. But what about those people who aren't as fortunate as you are to have the ex- access to the scientists that you have? You yeah, know? it's it's difficult, and I I think that being able to really know your material so mm-hmm. that you can explain it to people. And even if you aren't necessarily scientifically based yourself, there are, you know, people get better. You know, that's that's the proof is in the pudding. Do people get better? If they get better, why? How? Um, you know, is it the placebo effect? Not usually. Really? Not usually. It's because we're working at the, the, the energetic level of a person's being. And there's four levels to us, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, or energetic. And if you don't treat all four, you don't heal completely. And the energetic level is the one that's been uh, kind of left out in our equation. And it's what's needing to be treated right now because that's what's being bombarded with all this high frequency is our energy fields. And that's where a lot of the angst is coming from. So there's a need for this, but people need to make sure, take responsibility that they're getting well-trained from someone that really knows what they're doing. So not only do people have to be aware of psychic vampires, but they also have to be uh, aware of the environmental vampires that can suck the energy right out of them. Yes, I mean, we have gone through a dark time when Mm -hmm. the only way people could subsist was to take it or steal it from someone else, whether it's killing an animal and eating it or eating a carrot or being a psychic vampire, you know, drawing energy from other people. And now that's starting to become more obvious. People are getting very desperate. It's not working so well anymore, and we're going to have to come up with a better way. But in the meantime, it's getting quite blatant. It's almost frightening to see out there. But how do we shield ourselves? How do we ground ourselves? You know, you go into a large room, and there are those people that you go near, and you can just feel the energy draining from you. Mm Mm-hmm. So how do we Mm -hmm. protect ourselves from those kind of people? I mean, besides the obvious of walking away. Sometimes you can't get out of the room fast enough. Exactly. Um, There are rituals and procedures that can be used that have been Mm -hmm. around for a long, long time. And one of them is the power animal ritual. Now, it's not like you really have an animal hovering over you. But what it is, is it helps you focus your ability to bring in the frequency that that animal represents. So, say, for instance, I have a turtle. When I get, you know, an imaginary turtle, when Uh I get into a situation where I need a little more coverage or a shell or a, a little buffering from the people around me and the energies around me, I'll close my eyes, take a deep breath and envision in my imagination this turtle coming to me. Well, what I'm mm-hmm. doing is I'm at using that vision to access the frequency at the quantum level that I need to counteract what's coming at me that's incompatible with me. So there's a lot of ancient rituals that are, you know, you can explain what's actually going on mm-hmm. outside of, oh, I've got a turtle that chases me around, Okay that have been used for for millennia that actually work very, very well. Another thing is people in the New Age will say, oh, well, put up a mirror. Mm -hmm. Uh, I advise against that. Because what happens is when you envision putting up a mirror, what you're doing is you're reflecting the energy back at the person. And what does the person think? They think you're attacking them. 
because they don't know they're putting it out in the first place. So if you rather think of like a, a, a wind that goes over the top of you, right. so it just keeps on going, doesn't go back, doesn't go to anybody else particularly, but you don't take it on. That's better. Because right now people are polarizing really badly and they're misinterpreting what's going on in the energy field, but we're getting more sensitive to energy. So we immediately interpret like, that person attacked me. Well, they're just reflecting your stuff back to you but people don't know it. And so then you push harder and then it comes back harder and it gets really messy. So in the example that you gave about the turtle, would the turtle be your, your totem? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totems can okay. be misunderstood in that people think you have a totem and that's it. That's all you get done yeah. deal. Actually the power animal um, ritual is an organized set of rituals to help you manage matter at the quantum level. So, if I've done a soul retrieval or a spiritual healing for a person, I'll oftentimes bring them back, as you call it, uh, an animal to represent the frequency that they can now have access to. And they bring that animal to mind, and it reminds them that they have another way they can live their life. And this really mm -hmm. helps with the integration piece, because you have to integrate it neurologically. You've got all these burnt pathways in your, in your neural pathways that are knee-jerk reactions. But once you get a new option back, if you don't take it, if you don't start building new neurological pathways, you might as well not have it because you don't use it. And so that's what, what uh, I'll have a different animal and they'll like say a person was having trouble with boundaries. Well, maybe they'll get a skunk and they start to go into the position where they think they have to hide. Um, it's not going to go well for them. If they stop and remember, oh, I've got skunk. Well, they don't have skunk. What they have is a new bandwidth of frequency that heretofore they disconnected from that was causing them to have poor boundaries. And so it's, it's, it's a ritual, mm -hmm. but it's simply being able to align with the frequencies that you now have available to work with. You, said, you mentioned soul retrieval. Explain that to our audience. Okay. Um, when we have trauma, mm -hmm. we disconnect from whatever we believe it was that caused it. Right. So if you were to yell at me, <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. um, because my hair is red, I would probably cover my hair. But if it's some natural expression of myself, like um, the way I laugh or if I have joy or if I ask for something and, and I, you know, get criticized for that. Sure. As a child, we go, oh, that's not safe. I'm not going to do that again. And we disconnect from the frequency that's our right to ask for what we need and receive it. And soul retrieval is, uh, you go back in, the practitioner mm -hmm. goes and finds where a person is disconnected from some of their frequency expression, attunes to it so that the person can attune to that frequency and take it back into their system and work with it again. Gotcha. So it's just a matter of balancing your frequencies? Absolutely. You know, everything expresses according to frequency, and we get out of balance. Out of balance cre creates illness, whether physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. How long would it take somebody to learn how to realign themselves so that they're back in balance with the frequency sets that they should be in? There's a lot of different studies that mm -hmm. you can do to do that. Some people use meditation that helps, particularly with the mental realm. Um, I've studied for 40 some odd years and I'm still learning new things about it. But, you know, with some pretty simple techniques, I can teach people, oh, I'd say within, you know, three months yeah. of weekend classes or something, I can teach them some powerful techniques that'll serve them the rest of their lives and they can share with their people. Sounds like you've got it down to a fine art. Survival. <laughs> All right. Now, when you and I come back from this commercial break, Wilda, we're going to be talking about some of the courses that you offer and how your courses can help people in these very 
trying and misunderstood times. So ExoNation, when we come back from this break, Wilda Wieka will be talking to us about the online courses that she has. And if you'd like to uh, find out more about Wilda, all you need to do is just go online to www.findyourpathhome.com. That's www.findyourpathhome.com. And Gwilda and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget for all the programming that's available, including finding out when Gwilda is on air on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, just go to www.xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Before we get back to my very special guest, my very good friend, Gulda Wiak. Uh, last night, we had John Corner on, K-O-E-R-N-E-R on, who was a professor of American history. And he was saying that the CIA killed President Kennedy, the CIA killed Malcolm X, CIA killed, uh, let me see, Bobby Kennedy Jr., the CIA killed John F. Kennedy Jr. And we were doing a discussion on the accident the air crash accident that took the life of, of young uh, JFK Jr. Now, he said on air that uh, JFK Jr. was um, qualified or he was authorized, I don't know the aeronautic term, to fly at night using instrumentation. And according to the, um, the NTB, NTSB, he was not. And a number of the comments that he made last night were wrong and inappropriate. That is why I cut him off after uh, two segments. My producer, uh, not Craig, but my booking producer, received uh, an email from him stating that if we aired his interview, I would get a letter from his lawyer. I aired the interview right away. Hey, listen, he, he was making the statements, not me. And uh, if somebody tries to strong-arm me or threaten me, they don't know me very well. Um, obviously, he's never heard of the freedom of the press. Nah, you know, so... We're going to be releasing the transcript of the interview that I did, and we're also going to be issuing the uh, the page and paragraph and line number of all the NTSB findings that are contrary to what he is saying, including the news reports that he said. Uh, he mentioned a, a secondary pinger that was heard by the, uh, by the Navy, and uh, there was some kind of cover-up done. Well, we weren't able to find any evidence of that whatsoever. 
So uh, when that is available, we'll put it online, and I will let each and every one of you know about that. So I don't like getting rough with guests, but I don't like guests trying to give me a snow job because when they try to give me a snow job, I get very defensive because I'm protecting my exonation. nation. And if you're going to say things, you better be able to back it up. I, I mean more than just the armchair quarterback who decides to write these dumb books. What really surprises me, though, Gwilda, is there's, there's people who believe them. There is. Everybody's always looking for a place to project their angst rather than process through it. Yeah. And that's what a lot of the conspiracy is about, is if we can find the bad guy, then mm. we can feel safe. Well, there isn't a bad guy. You know, I, I don't know about these people because um, I have a lot of respect for the members of the military and the members of government uh, enforcement agencies and government intelligence agencies because these are the people who do everything possible to make sure that these numbnut conspiracy theorists are able to spew all the disinformation that they spew. How true. You know? Yeah. I just get ticked off about it. So I just wanted <laughs> to let our listeners know that, uh, that I will certainly um, get that out to them, hopefully within the next couple of days. Gwilda Wiak is our guest. She is the hostess of Mission Evolution on the Exome Broadcast Network. She is also the past hostess of The Science of Magic, which is now being played again on the Exome Broadcast Network. And for the uh, times and days that you can listen to Gwilda, just go to www.xzbn.net. First of all, Gwilda, as always, great having you on the show. Love working with you. Love the honesty and, and the integrity that you put into the New Age movement. Um, it's something that needs to be done on a global basis. Now, you're only one person. And yet there are those few out there who are honestly trying and not, you know, not misconceiving and not bullcrapping their way through it. Why aren't there more people taking this more seriously? Well, the the New Age movement has kind of become a catch-all for people, not all of them, obviously, mm -hmm. but for some people that they don't want to ha bother to get an education or they want to use the education they have and make, you know, and then but promote their their ideas, whether they're grounded or founded or anything right. else. And I had on my show not too long ago a, a lady that came on and she was talking about spiritual things and she was a spiritual teacher and she had doctor in front of her name. Come to find out she was she was a um had a doctorate in uh pharmaceuticals. Hmm. And to me that's like if I were to say, well I've got a doctorate of divinity, I'm a spiritual teacher, I'm gonna put doctor in front of my name and I'm gonna go lecture about pharmaceuticals. So there there's a real mixed bag of people thinking that just because they have a doctorate in something that they can they can showcase themselves in the spiritual arena and it's going to be okay but it's not if you don't have the training and the wherewithal to do it and there is training out there there is you can get it it's getting more and more available there's some that you don't want to mess with because it's just somebody's training mm -hmm. you in what they created and it's not grounded in the way the principles work but there's a lot of other people that are, and that's what you need to look for. But there are a lot of people out there who call themselves doctors who go online to one of these uh, non-denominational religious-based religious, uh, religious -based, uh, universities and get a degree for, uh, you know, anywhere from 500 to to 
And, you know, that's either a doctorate of, of, of divinity or a Ph.D. in something else. And in this case, Ph.D. stands for piled higher and deeper. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And I, I think with the, you know, the Internet and everything mm -hmm. being what it is, you really have to look sideways at a lot of the credentials. And mm -hmm. I put quotation marks around that that people are touting to have. Sure. I think there's a great website out there. What's the name of it? Um, oh, they. Um, they find people that you know they research and find the the doctorates and this and that that are are snoops or what is it i can't remember the name of them no 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 i know which one that you're talking about yeah and it's great because you can look it up and you can see mm -hmm. well they say well i got my degree at this university or that university right. but you can look and see if it's actually an accredited university yeah. or not and that's something else we can that's a good thing we can use about the internet is that kind of information coming through but we can also get your courses online can't we Yes, you can. Yes, I'm um, developing online classes, mm -hmm. and it'll take you through what I call block one. So you learn to do the medicine wheel, which is a really excellent way of grounding in the earth right now when we're being bombarded, like we talked earlier, mm -hmm. with such high frequencies. It's a way of being able to shift your frequency as the earth shifts and rather than get behind the power curve. And it's a ritual, beautifully done, and it's... Um, you know, common to many sure. indigenous cultures. And then I teach how, how to journey. Um, in other words, how to enter the journey trance to get information, how to work with power animals and helping spirits. Um, so there's there's a lot of different classes. We get new ones up all the time. And um, if you want to take them, you can get a certificate of completion. And then they can be applied to our more advanced classes and retreats um, and certification programs. I'm glad you mentioned the power wheel because, uh, or the medicine wheel, I should say, because... Um, I have been meaning to ask you something ever since you and I started talking and, and you introduced me to the medicine wheel. Is it possible that the mystery of Stonehenge is simply it was a giant size medicine wheel because of all the turmoil that was happening in the world at that time? They had to have something that big to try and rectify the problem? I think there's a lot of truth to that. It was also set up at the time mm -hmm. so that it would the sun would shine through it and you could paint on the equinox. Yeah. And, and that way you could see what time of year it was and align. Because a lot of the medicine wheels are used to align with the seasons so that you can stay aligned with the way life works on the planet. Um, and I know it had that function as well. But the size of it is very interesting. And I, I do believe that it was uh, an attempt to have some really strong grounding during times of transition. So what's what's going to be in the future for Miss Gwilda Wiecka? Oh, gosh. I'm. Starting to teach a lot more again, okay. and uh, make like I said, uh, online classes. I mm -hmm. love doing my radio show. Um, I, I'm doing some TV work with um, a Stairway to Heaven so oh, vignettes. Yeah. It's fun to do those. They, they are and, a great success. People just oh, love good. them. People just oh. love them. Yeah, they're they're fun. They give nice little snippets of information yeah. that's very very useful during these times, and that's what they're designed for. So really, my my focus is to give people the tools that I can, that I've learned over the years, to help get through these traumatic times in the best way possible. We've got about 45 seconds before we have to say so long. What are your final thoughts of wisdom for the Exxon Nation tonight? Stay grounded. Stay with the earth. Stay with what's real. If it does, if somebody's trying to sell you something, mm -hmm. if it doesn't work the way nature works, look at it really crossways. Because we have truth in nature. Everything is designed around that. If we can get back to that... We have our way found for us. All right, Gwilda, give everybody your contact information, my dear. 
You bet. Findyourpathhome.com is where you can find the school and all sorts of information, and the vignettes are up there, as well as the online courses. And my radio show is missionevolution.org. Grilda, it's time for us to say so long. I want to thank you ever so much, not only for coming on my show tonight, but for being part of the Exxon Nation and the Exxon Broadcast Network. We love you. We love the work that you're doing. And I love the way that you're helping people. You're a great lady. It's- Thank you. It's my honor to be part of your team. All right, Exxon Nation, once again, Gulda Biak has been my guest, www.findyourpathhome.com. And you can find out all about Mission Evolution Radio simply by going to www.xzbn.net. Look at the broadcast schedule, and you'll be able to see what time and what day of the week you'll be able to listen in and learn a lot from Gulda and her guests. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue right here from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.